Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. How are you? We're on from one until four. And then after four o'clock, if you missed the show, John Cobell on demand the podcast. Uh, same show, just goes quicker. We uh, are going to have Tracy Park on in uh, just a moment. Tracy Park is uh, the West Side LA City Councilwoman. Uh, she's the one who replaced uh, Mike Bonin. And the first issue that started the ball rolling and led to his downfall was when Bonin arbitrarily approved a road diet on the west side, uh, Playa del Rey. Uh, and uh, it was disastrous. It backed up traffic uh, all over the place. It was on Vista del Mar uh, near Culver Boulevard. Uh, Venice Boulevard also got a road diet. People were so angry and so furious. And a road diet, if you're not familiar with uh, the term, is when they reduce a four-lane road, two in each direction, and make it a two-lane road. Or you take a six-lane road, three in each direction, and make it a four-lane road. And 
by squeezing out one of the lanes in each direction, you put in a bike lane. You put in curbing. You put in these stupid bollards, which are these uh, plastic or metal or uh, cement posts that's supposed to uh, block you from making turns, block you from parking, block you from crossing a bike lane. It Santa Monica is doing this, and it is a disaster. In fact, I had to drive through one of the main roads in Santa Monica last night in the rain. Uh, it, it's I actually I had to stop my car because I couldn't figure out what was going on in front of me. Seriously, and it, it, they're they're terrible. Anyway, back in 2017, uh, we beat back the road diet. The KFI audience did. And uh, Bonin and Garcetti went running and hid for years on this idea. Uh, now it's back in the form of Measure HLA. You get to vote on it in L.A. City in the March 5th primary. You have to vote no on this because it does what I just told you. You're going to have all kinds of crazy traffic, and you're going to see maybe uh, five cyclists an hour using the bike lane. It's a terrible idea. It's about forcing us out of our cars in the name of climate change or some such nonsense. It, it, these are fanatics. These are crazy people. And um, they got this thing on the ballot, and most people don't know about it. And so we're trying to uh, put out a red flag warning here that you got to vote this down. Uh, Matt Zabo, has, uh, he's the chief administrative officer, and he went public yesterday and said, this is going to cost over $3 billion over the next 10 years, and we don't have the money. So let's get uh, Tracy Park uh, on now because she represents what was uh, ground zero in the road diet movement and the anti-road diet movement there on the west side. Tracy, how are you? Hey, John, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I mean, I can't believe this monster is back. I really cannot. What? I know, right? Well, and thank you for the reminder to your listeners about the fact that we have tried these experiments on the West Side and already failed at them. And we have on-the-ground experience dealing with what this is going to mean to residents of the city of Los Angeles in real time if Measure HLA passes. Did you try to drive through that area in Playa del Rey? Uh, oh. When they put up the road diamond, you explain it. People sometimes think I get uh, too excited and it's hyperbole and I'm doing an act here. You you explain what you encountered. So, I mean, it was just amazing how they had reduced it, everything down to one lane of traffic using physical barriers. And it led to absolute grid gridlock throughout the region. And you may also remember, John, that there was about a doubling in the number of accidents in, yes. the, I don't know, the first month or so after it was installed. And you're right. It led to not only the, the gridlock, but lawsuits. And eventually on that one, the city came to its senses and ultimately ripped it out. Unfortunately, Mar Vista has not been so lucky. Yeah, they're still stuck with that Venice Boulevard road diet, right? They are. They are. And seven years later, people are still complaining about the fact that cars are cutting through residential streets. There continue to be business impacts. And, you know, ultimately... These road modifications were so widely hated 
that they led to the first recall attempt against my predecessor. And so I think it is really important that we spend some time educating voters here in the city of Los Angeles about what measure HLA is and what it is they're going to be buying for $3.1 billion over the next decade. Which is money that the city doesn't have. That's right. We are already looking at a half a billion dollar deficit. We've already restricted hiring to try to save money. And this is going to be an unfunded mandate if it passes that will require us to make cuts to other programs and services that are important to people. And that includes things like encampment interventions, tree trimming, street lighting, repairing our parks, and investing in public safety. And that's the hard truth here. Um, this is going to cost about $300 million a year, which is more than the entire inside safe budget. And wait, I am highly... Wait, 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 hold, stop, stop. So we're, we're going to spend more money on road diets than we'll be spending on the inside safe program to get the homeless people in indoors. That's right. And thus the alarms going off about this. Yes. This is insanity. <laughs> I mean, no, really, this is really, really nuts. And, and here's, here's another aspect of this. You know, we are talking about putting road diets, taking away lanes of traffic on commercial corridors that also serve as evacuation routes. So with so many Angelinos living in the high fire severity zone, just imagine for a moment the hellscape of traffic that Sunset Boulevard would be with a road diet. Just imagine people trying to get out of Venice during a flood or a tsunami emergency with a road diet on Lincoln Boulevard. We've heard already from our first responders, our firefighters and paramedics, that these types of roadway modifications slow them down. We've certainly seen that with Fire Station 62 in Mar Vista, where during peak travel times, our fire engines and ambulances are literally stuck in gridlock. They can't move, and because of physical barriers, they can't get around the cars, and the cars can't move out of their way. And those men and women who are on the front lines of public safety respond to emergency calls every single day where seconds make the difference between life and death. Well, the L.A. Fire Department has come out very strongly and publicly. Uh, they, ha they held a news event uh, 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 voicing their uh, <laughs> angry opposition to this measure. And, you know, I think they are rightfully outraged about this. The fact that HLA takes away their seat at the table in implementing safe streets. The fact that the proponents of HLA never even bothered to consult with our city's fire chief about it tells me a lot. Uh, the fact that there is no consideration for connectivity, usage, this isn't a plan to, you know, make smart, sensible connections around the city. This is going to be 660-foot stretches of road diets to nowhere just in time for the 2028 Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, this is a good idea. I'm glad you said that to explain how this is going to work. Every time the city has a, let's say, a, a repaving project, right, 
resurfacing project, if it's 660 feet or more, they have to start putting in the bike lane. And they're also going to, and they have to begin the road diet. They got to shrink the number of lanes. It, it'll be mandated. So this is going to be slow motion over a long period of time. And, and the, the traffic is going to get choked little by little by little from week to week. It could be a bike lane. It could also be a dedicated bus lane. Um, there's a lot of different potential treatments that could come in along these mobility corridors. And that is a real concern when we know that wildfire emergencies and flood emergencies are things that we experience in real time around our city. And something else I want to mention, remember that the proponents of HLA are the very same people who want to tear down the 90 freeway and leave the entire west side trapped there during an emergency. Well, they're fanatics. They're, they're radical extremists who want to force us all out of our cars when there's no viable options for most people, obviously. And there's not going to be any time soon. L.A. was designed the way it's designed. It's, it's not going to change in that way. And, and they are, are, are so obsessed with this. And this is going to punish people. This is going to make life difficult for everybody. There's no, well, ups, it, there's it, no upside to this. It, it certainly in many ways smacks of exploiting um, issues that really do require our attention and our investment to push an agenda that may or may not actually align with the underlying problem. So, you know, I live in Venice and I ride a bike pretty often. I use it to get around and without question. There are places that I don't feel safe riding a bike. And some of what HLA calls for, better lighting, enhanced crosswalks, more trees, a lot of that is good. I'm already doing that work in CD11. I didn't need a ballot measure to tell me to do it. But we have got to have more control over where these go and to ask important questions like, does it make sense to do it in this place? Does it make sense in terms of traffic impacts to take away or narrow a lane of travel? How is that going to impact emergency response times? How is that going to impact local businesses? And how is it going to impact our local neighborhoods where kids are actually riding and playing, riding their bikes and playing? And HLA takes away those discussions and, and those factors and makes road diets mandatory. Tracy, thank you for coming on. We'll talk again soon. You're welcome, John. I'll talk to you later. Have All a good day. Tracy Park, Councilwoman on the West Side, uh, Council District 11. More on this coming up because uh, we got to we got to set the uh, we gotta, uh, Eric. We got to have that alarm blaring. This is an emergency here. You're listening to John Cobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. My goodness, this is this really is an emergency here. You have no idea how your uh, commuting life is going to be turned upside down starting March 5th if this stupid, stupid, stupid measure HLA passes. Boy, this came out of the bowels, out of the colon of these far left fanatics. And the. Uh, the purpose of this is to reduce traffic lanes. It's the road diet again. It's the same thing we beat back seven years ago. I remember, I remember 
when when we took on the road diet in Playa del Rey, we did a couple of shows on the road there, and I, we stood on the street during rush hour. Except nobody was rushing; everybody was stuck. They had they had shrunk the lanes, and I was in, we were interviewing people in their cars because. I could have a two, three minute conversation at uh, five in the afternoon because they couldn't move. There was too much traffic. I believe it was a three way intersection and the traffic was backed up in all directions. What was wide open, though, was the stupid bike lanes, supposedly the purpose for this. And there were five cyclists in an hour. Five. I counted them. Every time a cyclist went by, one, two, over the course of an hour, five. It's not about the cyclists. That's a cover story. That is a cover story. It's about this. This has ties to the Democratic Socialists of America. That is a communist operation. They've put three members on the city council and the city controller. And if you go to their website, it's basically a communist website. They're fanatical about climate change. What they use that as a cover is they're trying to undermine our capitalist system here in this country. They don't want us living in single-family homes. They don't want us driving cars. They want us to live in what they call 15-minute cities, where you live in a small box apartment in a tower. You come downstairs, and you eat at the Whole Foods, and then you bike or walk to your office job uh, that's two blocks away, and you live your entire life in this narrow little corridor, 15-minute cities. You can't get anywhere else because they're not going to allow you to drive anywhere else. They give you electric cars, but they don't give you a way to charge them. They give you roads, but they give the roads over to bikes and buses. They drive up the cost of gas till it's unaffordable. This is all part of a plan. And what they're really good at is incrementalism. Little by little, they squeeze you to death with their wacky policies. And if you look at the, 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 uh, the type of uh, politicians who are in favor of this nonsense, it's the same crowd as always. It's Eunices Hernandez. She's one of the Democratic Socialists of America. Nithya Raman, socialist. Hugo Soto Martinez, socialist. KDR Slavsky, socialist. Heather Hutt, socialist. Marquise Harris Dawson, socialist. The city controller, Kevin Kenneth Mejia, backs it. Socialist. You don't understand how many socialists have gotten into the, into the uh, government here. And... It, it, it's, it's, I mean, the, the traditional politicians are pretty left-wing. But this is a whole new breed here. Okay, this is not Democrat. This is not liberal. These are socialist anarchists who have infiltrated the system, and they want to upend the way we live. And number one on their list is getting rid of our car, because cars give us all freedom. They give us mobility. They give us the ability to work and live wherever we want. And if we can't use the car, if, if, if traveling is made so difficult 
then we will live where they want us to live, how they want us to live. We're going to work where they want us to work. You don't believe this. And the head of one of these uh, radical groups is Michael Schneider. The group is called Streets for All. They're the ones who wrote this. So Michael Schneider is single-handedly trying to upend your... And it's going to be slow. It's going to be 660 feet at a time. They're going to put in bike lanes. They're going to put in bus lanes. They're going to put in curbing in the middle of the road. And they say, well, it's to shelter the bicyclists to make it safer. There's five bicyclists an hour. No, it's not. It's all about punishing you if you're in your car. See, they have all these cover stories. We're just trying to make life better for everybody. We're worried about the environment. We're worried about the climate. We're worried about pedestrian safety. There's more people getting run over. The ones getting run over are drunks, drug addicts, and mental patients. The homeless are getting run over. That's why you have an increase. Go look at the map where this is happening. And they, they are relentless. All you can do is vote no on Measure HLA if you live in the city of Los Angeles. Do this. If you don't do this, you'll see what happens. I saw it with my own eyes. Tracy Park did as well. The experimental one that they did in uh, Playa del Rey on Vista del Mar uh, was a disaster. I saw it. They still have one in Venice. I don't know why they weren't able to get rid of that one. That would immediately close businesses. Because nobody, nobody could get to the business anymore at certain times of the day. So people went out of business. They went bankrupt. That's the whole purpose, is to destroy businesses, is to destroy our way of life, to curtail our freedom. That's what this is about. They hate America and capitalism and freedom the way we experience freedom. And they cover their story with, oh, we're worried about pedestrian safety. We just want bicyclists to be safe. We're worried about the environment and the climate. No, they don't worry about this. It's about control over our lives. It's a very radical, subversive, subversive political movement. If you don't believe me, just wait. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. 
when I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM640. We're going to have more on Measure HLA. Vote no on that. That revives the road diet fiasco. Uh, we'll talk more later in the show. Uh, now, uh, word has leaked out that uh, for Joe Biden's State of the Union address, a source says that Biden is considering issuing an executive order to dramatically stanch the flow of migrants. Uh now, I remember this, and so does Mark Krikorian from the Center for Immigration Studies. He said just a few weeks ago that he's done all I can do to stop the border crisis. Uh, well, now there's some big executive order is coming, and you wonder why they even need one, because everybody in the administration repeated over and over again that the border is secure. So what? there is no flow. There's no reason to stop the flow. Yeah, well, you look at the polls, and uh, they're starting to panic. Uh, their their idea uh, has been a disaster. Let's get Mark Krikorian, Center for Immigration Studies. How are you, Mark? I'm doing very well. What's this about here? What uh, What's the plan that he's got for the State of the Union? Do you know? Well, what it's about is there's an election coming up in November. That's what it's about. And uh, But what specifically they're considering doing, it's not. we don't know, but... The president does have the authority in law and always has to bar the entry of any alien or any class of aliens. This is what the law says. If he considers it, you know, detrimental to the interests of the United States to let them in. So um, the president, uh, President Trump used that provision of law in his supposed uh, Muslim ban. uh, And it was upheld by the Supreme Court because it's just there in black and white. The whole point of U.S. immigration law, that no one gets to come in unless Congress specifically has laid out a reason to let them in. The president has power to keep anybody out, and um, he has chosen over three years to just let not just legally authorized to come in, but let anybody in. Um, and, you know, this administration has taken into custody and then let go close to three and a half million illegal aliens on top of all the other ones that snuck by the Border Patrol because Border Patrol was busy dealing with all the illegal aliens that um, 
Biden was letting in. So three, three and, and a half million. That he's wait. Go ahead. That three and a half million. I mean, I I know that number, but it's still staggering when you say it out loud. Three and a half million people, illegal aliens, in just three years. Yep, just let in, and they probably figure close to two million more are what they call gotaways, which is people that the Border Patrol actually has pictures of or some kind of evidence that they got in didn't catch. And then on top of that, there's people they don't know about who got in and they didn't catch. So, you know, we're talking under this administration, probably something like six million extra illegal aliens moved here. And, you know, you get higher numbers, but those are often the number of people arrested. Some of those people are sent back. But it's a it's it's a pretty solid number that about six million people in three years, six million new illegal aliens settled in the United States because of Biden's policies. So this is a last minute desperation move if he's going to announce yeah. some kind of some kind of major border restriction during the State of the Union. That's what it seems like. And uh, I mean, he may not do it. We'll see. Like I said, this was a leak um that I the White House leaked it I think is a kind of trial balloon to see what the reaction would be. Who knows? We'll see a lot of people look, a lot of people don't pay attention to stuff that closely. They have lives. And so if the newspapers all say Biden takes dramatic bold move against illegal immigration, there's a lot of people kind of in the middle who aren't really focused on politics will say, oh, okay, well, that's nice. I guess he's taking care of that. And uh, that's the goal. That's their, the administration's goal to make it look like this isn't all his fault when, in fact, he created the border crisis on day one when he took over and undid everything that Trump had done at the border. Uh, there's a column you wrote uh, that we got out of the New York Post. Here's an astonishing statistic. Uh, December 2020, Trump's last full month in office, the Border Patrol released 17. Illegal border jumpers, 17. Cut to three years later, Biden released 191,000 in a single month. From yep. 17 to 191,000. 11,000 more, 11,000 times the number of people that Trump had let in. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's, it's astonishing. And look, the laws didn't change. Biden had the same authorities as Trump did. The situation in the world didn't change. It's not like a meteor hit Central America or something. I mean, things are bad there in a lot of places, but they were bad, you know, four years ago, too. And yet that really just smacked me in the face uh, to underline the difference in what the two administrations are doing. Almost nobody gets released. And in December, under Trump, and in December, almost 200,000 illegal aliens let go into the United States. And your guess is as good as mine if we'll ever see any of them in court or anything else in and the future. This has managed to make everybody unhappy. You have left-wing mayors in New York and Chicago and Denver, Washington, D.C., all pleading for mercy from the Biden administration, but the administration has basically told them all to go pound sand, which kind of surprised me. I'm surprised they, yeah, they wouldn't even meet. They wouldn't even meet with them. Wouldn't give them any money. Why? I mean, the thing is what they really want, like you said, is more money. They don't want the policy to change. They're not telling the white house, you need to start enforcing immigration laws and preventing 
illegal immigrants from getting into the United States. They're saying we need more money. And the administration actually isn't against that. It's just that money is one thing that Congress is the only thing is com- Congress has to give that. And in fact, in the in that short-lived Senate border deal that was basically a you know a con the Democrats pulled on the Republican leadership in the Senate, there were billions for New York and Chicago and all these cities. There was a bailout for the precise the oh. people you're talking about. And that's what they wanted. Oh, I they didn't know that. Fine. But that boy, that hardly yeah, yeah, made no. it into the news. Oh, I'm glad that they yes. that they shot that deal down. Then that's the last thing you exactly. wanted to do. It was exactly, and that was among the many. Re- I mean, the, the the deal was terrible. It wasn't like, well, it's okay. Half a loaf is better than none. It was actually would have resulted. It would have made the border situation worse, and it would have locked in a lot of bad policies, and would have bailed out a lot of these Democrat cities that are screaming bloody murder over how much illegal immigration costs them. Uh, all right, Mark. Well, thanks very much for doing all the digging and reporting that you do so that people understand what's going on, because it's very difficult, as you know, to get accurate information consistently from most media corners. That's why I get paid the big money. Yeah, well, <laughs> I hope you do. Mark, thanks for coming on. Mark Krikorian, yep, and you. he's uh, got a piece in the New York Post, and he's with the Center for Immigration Studies, and... The White House leaked uh, a portion of Biden's State of the Union address, and in it is, uh, this may not actually be there by the time he gives the address, but there's supposed to be an announcement, an executive order that would dramatically reduce the flow of illegal aliens into this country. We'll see. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We have uh, much to cover. Oh, I forgot to mention, we got Rick Caruso coming on in the 3 o'clock hour. Rich, Rick Caruso, uh, who is uh, the uh, owner of The Grove and many other great shopping centers all over Southern California. And as you know, ran for mayor against Karen Bass. Still baffles me how anybody could think uh, Karen Bass is a better choice, but she's proving what she is. Uh, he's got stuff to say about that this graffiti tower fiasco. Uh, and also on the uh, crime, which doesn't seem to be abating in Los Angeles. So we'll talk to Rick Caruso coming up after 3 o'clock, after 2 o'clock. Uh, Robert Sherman from News Nation. He's their national correspondent. News Nation is uh, the uh, hot new cable news channel. You should uh, look it up on your cable system, News Nation. And he's going to give us the latest uh, uh, after the uh, opposition leader to Vladimir Putin uh, Alexei Navalny was found uh, dead. He was in that uh, prison north of the Arctic Circle. His widow is speaking out, and uh, and uh, the family wants access to his body. Uh, the widow says she thinks her husband was poisoned by one of Putin's associates, and that'll be coming up after 2 o'clock here on KFI. Okay, so we just finished with Mark Krikorian about... Uh, Joe Biden, for his State of the Union, supposedly, it's been leaked, is going to announce uh, a major executive order uh, that uh, will will shut the border down significantly. This after he said uh, some weeks ago that there was nothing more he could do. There's nothing he could do about it. And this is after uh, he and uh, lying Kamala Harris and the lying uh, Homeland Security Secretary 
Alejandro Mayorkas all claim, no, the border is secure. Isn't it secure? Yeah, the border is secure. They just lie and lie and lie. And Mark Krikorian hit on something that's really important. And if you listen to this show and this station, you're not one of these people. But a lot of people don't pay attention to anything. And it's easily, it's easy to emotionally manipulate them. It's easy to lie to them or misinform. And they'll go with, oh, yeah, I, I saw Biden the other day. He's doing something about the border. Well, oh, good for him. You know, something had to be done there. And they don't know that he intentionally created the situation for three years. It's, it's ignorance and apathy that's the enemy. It's not so much the other side of your political beliefs. It's the ignorance and apathy, which is rampant. And more than ever, uh, we were talking about how the mayors are, are so upset with Biden. And they, they want money. Here's what they do with the money, though. The mayor of New York, Eric Adams. Now, he hasn't gotten any federal money. He's pissed off about it. But he's spending city taxpayers' money. And um, he's got a, a, a plan here. It's costing $53 million. They're giving away money to illegal aliens. They're giving it away. It's prepaid cash cards that you can refill. And this is this actually is a debit card because they're they're gonna keep refilling the uh they'll keep giving you more money every month. And the uh New York Post says it has the potential to become an open-ended multi-billion dollar Bermuda triangle of disappearing, untraceable cash used for any purpose. Get this. Illegal aliens will be able to get $10,000 each in taxpayer money, no ID check, no restrictions, no fraud control. We just did this in California, and we blew over $30 billion. No fraud control. What is with these programs? I mean... This was this in California. This was during the pandemic shutdown. And these were supposed to be unemployment checks for people who were forced out of their jobs. Well, in this case, it's going to illegal aliens who willingly came here and broke the law. And now they're getting the $10,000 reward. And they don't even have to prove they're an illegal alien. So what do you think is going to happen? In the California case, which is just four years ago. People from Eastern Europe, people from uh, Nigeria, all over the world were filing in fake claims and getting the checks. There were checks being paid out to people on death row in San Quentin, including Scott Peterson. And the they always have a cover story. And the cover story here is, well... Um, the, the migrants that stay in the hotels don't eat all their food. We're serving them food, but the food is going to waste. So then let them go hungry. Instead, we're going to give them cash so they can buy food they like. We're giving illegal aliens who are living in a free hotel cash so they could buy food they like. Because city officials thought it was a terrible waste. That the illegals didn't like the food. There is a, a company called DocGo. They got the contract, no bid contract, because it was an emergency. And they were supposed to provide the illegals three meals a day. Well, they were throwing away 5,000 meals a day. 
wasting $7 million a year. So the idea is now is any you can go to New York City, claim you're an illegal alien, you'll get $10,000 in tax money. No questions asked, not even, who are you? They're not even going to ask who are, I mean, you've got to give them a name, I suppose, but you can make up any name. And then you'll get this debit card. And when you're out of cash, you just politely ask him for more money, and Eric Adams will give you more money. Not making this stuff up. All right, 2 o'clock, we're going to talk with uh, Robert Sherman. Uh, you know about uh, Alexei Navalny. He was Putin's uh, nemesis, the opposition leader. And uh, he was poisoned once, eventually captured, put into prison, sent to the Arctic Circle. And now he's been likely poisoned again and killed. And the, the widow, Yulia Navalna, Navalnaya, has been speaking out. Uh, Deborah Mark, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.